guys, welcome to the show. This is Gumdrop Readers, the podcast for every books to young kids. Today I'll be reading The Name Jar by Yang Soup Choi. This book was requested to me by six-year-old Helen. Thank you so much for requesting this book, and I hope you enjoy the story. Okay, here we are on page one. Through the school bus window, Yoon-hae looked out at the new, strange buildings and houses on her way to her new school. It was her very first day, and she was both nervous and excited. She fingered the little block of wood in her pocket, and remembered leaving her grandmother at the airport in Korea. Her grandmother had wiped away Yoon-hae's tears and handed her an ink pad in a small, red satin pouch. Your name is inside, she had said. My name? Yoon-hae had wondered. Again, she took out the red pouch to look at the wooden block with her name carved in it. As she ran her fingers along the grooves and ridges of the Korean characters, she pictured her grandmother's smile. Is that your thing for show and tell? A boy asked Yoon-hae, surprising her. Yoon-hae looked up as more kids leaned over. Uh, no, it's mine, Yoon-hae answered, quickly putting the pouch back in her pocket. Are you new here? What's your name? A girl asked. Yoon-hae said Yoon-hae. Woonni? The girl asked, scrunching up her face. Ooh, ooh, Uni! Some kids chanted. No, no, Yoon-hae corrected. It's spelled U-N-H-E-I. It's pronounced Yoon-hae. Oh, it's Yoo-hae, the boy said, like, Yoo-hae, or how about, hey, you? Just then, the bus pulled up to the school and the doors opened. Yoon-hae hurried to get off. Yoo-hae, bye-bye, the kids yelled as she left. Yoon-hae felt herself blush. Yoon-hae stood in the doorway of her new and noisy classroom. She was relieved that the kids on the bus had gone to other rooms, but her face still felt red. Aren't you going in? asked a curly-haired boy with lots of dots on his face. You're the new girl, right? he asked cheerfully. Yoon-hae nodded, and before she could walk away, the boy took her hand and pulled her through the door. Here's the new girl! He announced so loudly that the teacher, Mr. Kokoros, almost dropped his glasses. Mr. Kokoros thanked him and greeted Yunhe. Please welcome our newest student, he said to the class. She and her family just arrived from Korea last week. Yunhe smiled broadly and tried not to show her nervousness. What's your name? someone shouted. Yunhe pictured the kids on the bus. Um, I haven't picked one yet, she told the class, but I'll let you know by next week. As Mr. Kokoro showed her to her desk, she felt many round, curious eyes on her. Why doesn't she have a name? He heard someone whisper. Maybe she robbed a bank in Korea and needs a new identity, a boy replied. On the bus home, nobody teased her, but Yunhe kept thinking about her name. How was school, Yunhe? Her mother asked when she walked in. Did you understand the teacher? Yunhe simply nodded. She unpacked her school bag and set the red pouch by a photograph of her grandma. I'm glad you are learning English well, her mother said. You must study hard, behave nicely, and get good grades to show that you're a good Korean. I will, replied Yoon-hae, but, but I think I would like my own American name, she said quickly. Her mother looked at her with surprise. Why? Yoon-hae is a beautiful name. Your grandmother and I made went to a name master for it. But it's so hard to pronounce, Yoon-hae complained. I don't want to be different from all the American kids. You are different, Yoon-hae, her mother said, and that's a good thing. Yoon-hae just wrinkled her nose. Later that day, Yoon-hae and her mother went grocery shopping in their new neighborhood. They passed 
Fadir's Falafel, Tony's Pizza, and Dot's Deli. A big graffiti-painted garbage truck roared, roared like a lion as it took off down the street. Nothing sounded or looked familiar until they got to Kim's Market. The sign was both in English and Korean. Her mother picked up some cabbage to make kimchi, Korean-style spicy pick pickled cabbage, and other vegetables and meat. She also found some seaweed, Yoon-hae's favorite, for soup. It made Yoon-hae smile. Just because we moved to America, her mother said, doesn't mean we stop eating Korean food. At the truck-out counter, a friendly man smiled at Yoon-hae. Helping your mother with the shopping? he asked. Yoon-hae nodded. I'm Mr. Kim, he said. And what's your name? Yoon-hae, she answered. Ah, what a beautiful name, he said. Doesn't it mean grace? Yoon-hae nodded again. My mother and grandmother went to a name master for it, she told him. A graceful name for a graceful girl, Mr. Kim said as he put their groceries into bags. Welcome to the neighborhood, Yoon-hae. That evening, Yoon-hae stood in front of the bathroom mirror. Hi, my name is Amanda, she said cheerfully. Then she wrinkled her nose. Hi, my name is Laura. Hmm, maybe not. Her smile turned down. Nothing sounded right. Nothing felt right. I don't think American kids will like me, she worried as she began to brush her teeth. Hamni mandi zuji, she said to the mirror with her mouth full of toothpaste. The next morning, when Yoon-hae arrived, arrived at school, she found a glass jar on her desk with some pieces of paper in it. Yoon-hae took one out and read it out loud. Daisy. That's my baby sister's nickname, but she said that you can use it if you want, said Cindy, who sat next to her. Yoon-hae took out the rest of the paper. Tamela, she read. I got it from a storybook, said Nate. She was smart and brave. Yoon-hae nodded and unfolded another piece. Wednesday? Yeah, you came in here on Wednesday, said Ralph. Thank thanks for your help, a smile spread over Yoon-hae's face. Ralph quickly said, we'll put more names in it. You can pick whatever you like or pick them all and you'll have the longest name in history. At three o'clock, the bell rang for the end of the school day. Yoon-hae looked out the window and saw it was sprinkling. It's the same rain, she thought, but in a different place. She watched the other kids leaving in groups. Hey, a familiar voice called out to her. Yoon-hae turned around to see the curly-haired boy again. I'm Joey, he said, and you? Don't you have any name? Yoon-hae thought for a moment. Well, I can show you, she said. She took out the small red pouch. She pressed the wooden block on the ink pad and then stamped it on a piece of paper. This is my name stamp, she said. My grandma gave it to me. In Korea, I can use it as a signature when I open a bank account or write a letter. And whenever I miss my grandma, I use to fill a piece of paper. Want to try it? She offered the stamp to Joey, and he carefully inked the stamp and pressed it hard on the paper. The red characters gleamed against the whiteness. Wow, that's beautiful, Joey said. Can I keep the paper? Sure, Yoon-hae said, and the two of them shared her umbrella as they walked to the school bus. Every day, the jar got fuller with more names, and Yoon-hae read them all aloud. She found a few names that she liked. Miranda, Stella, Avery. They sounded interesting. I hope you choose the name that I put in, Marco told her at snack time. I've put in three more, said Ralph. Madison, Park, and Lex. They're my favorite street names. Maybe you should close your eyes and draw a name, Rosie suggested. Ralph frowned. That's silly. What if she doesn't like the name she draws? 
Well, we didn't get to choose our names when we were born, did we? Rosie argued. Everyone thought about this. When Yunhe got home from school that day, her little brother ran to give her a letter. It was from her grandma. She opened it quite quickly and said, To my Yunhe, I hope you are enjoying your new school and new friends. Be sure to help your mother and your little brother. Here the moon is up, but there the sun is up. No matter how far apart we are, and no matter how different America is from Korea, you'll always be my Yunhe, your grandma forever. Yunhe took out her wooden stamp and filled a paper with it. She thought for a long time in front of the bathroom mirror. On Saturday, Yunhe walked into Mr. Kim's store. Mr. Kim was helping a customer, but he looked up and greeted her. Hi, Yunhe. Hello, Mr. Kim, Yunhe replied. She felt as if she was back in her old neighborhood in Korea. Hey, said the customer, turning around. It was Joey. Your name is Yunhe? He asked her with his eyes open wide. Yunhe looked quite quickly at Mr. Kim, then turned to Joey. She nodded slowly. Yes, it's pronounced Yunhe, and it means grace, Mr. Kim added. Yunhe, Joey said slowly, and this time perfectly. It made Yunhe smile. I'll have it ready for you tomorrow, said Mr. Kim to Joey. Thank you, Mr. Kim. See you Monday, Yunhe, Joey told her. He left before she could ask him why he was at the store. On Monday, Yunhe came to class early to look at the names one last time. But the jar wasn't on her desk. Instead, there was a single piece of paper, a paper with a name on it. Yunhe slipped it into her pocket. Where's your name jar? Wolf asked soon as he saw it was gone. I don't know, Yunhe said. It wasn't on Mr. Kakuto's desk or on any other desk, and it wasn't on the counters or any of the shelves either. As the other kids arrived, they helped look. Soon, Mr. Kokoros came in, and Ralph shouted at him, The name jar is gone! The jar with all the names in it! Gone, Mr. Kokoros replied. With a look of concern, he asked Yunhe, Did you get a chance to read all the names? Yunhe nodded. She took a breath. I'm ready to introduce myself, she said. Yunhe, Yunhe wrote her name in both English and Korean on the chalkboard. I like the beautiful names and funny names you guys thought of for me she told the class, but I realized that I like my name best, so I chose it again. Korean names mean something. Yunhe means grace. Grace! Grace Inhai! shouted Ralph. Everyone tried to say it. Unhai! Yunhe! Unhe! Yunhe said her name again slowly and clearly. Yunhe! Soon the kids began to say it better, even Mr. Kokoros. They applauded Yunhe's choice. I was named after a flower, Rosie whispered to Yunhe. Lots of American names have meaning too, Mr. Kokoros reminded everyone. When the class was dismissed, Yunhe heard her new friend say goodbye. Bye, Yunhe. See you tomorrow. Goodbye, Yunhe. Yunhe said goodbye and then looked around for Joey, but he was already gone. Yunhe, Yunhe, come downstairs, Mother called after she got home. Your friend is here. Yunhe rushed down to see who she met. There stood Joey and in his arms was the name jar. <gasps> Where'd you find it? said Yunhe. Joey looked embarrassed. Um, well, I took it, but I only did it because I wanted you to keep your own name. It's beautiful, and you did. He reached in and pulled out all the names. Do you want to keep them? he asked. Thank you. I'll keep them as a souvenir, Yunhe said happily. Then she pulled out the piece of paper from her pocket. Do you want this back? Joey grinned. 
You can keep it. I'll return the name jar to the class. Maybe you could put some Korean nicknames in it for us. Names with good meanings. I could do that, agreed Yoon-hae. I've already got a Korean nickname, Joey said. Mr. Kim helped me choose it. Carefully, he pulled a small silver felt pouch from his pocket. Then he took out a dark wooden stamp with beautiful Korean characters caved sharply into it. He pressed it on the ink pad and then on the piece of paper next right on the piece of paper next to Yoon-hae's name. Chinku, read Yoon-hae. That means friend. And Chinku smiled back. The end. Well, that was The Name Jar by Yang Suk Choi. I hope you guys enjoyed that story. Again, thank you so much to six-year-old Helen for requesting this book. It sure was a fun story. Again, I won't be taking requests until September 15th. If you're interested in donating to Gumdrop Readers, the link is in the show notes down below. It should be a pretty easy process. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode, and I'll see you next time.